What's the problem? No, 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 there's no problems. There's no problems. There's it's not a, enough pixels for you? There's some pixels. There's some pixels. I, I, I make do. I make do. I, you, I have the pixels. You have the pixels. All of us, we make do. Don't be greedy with pixels. I got uh, too many pixels. As my grandfather never had no pixels. They came to this country with one pixel. He now walked 500 miles in snow, freezing rain, six pixels. Sing, six pixels. the song, I walk 500 miles and I walk 500 more pixels. And, and then what happened? And then he had a big music career, but only one song for him. Sad, uh, sad, sad story. Just a one song Wonder Man. That's what he calls by his Amen. friends. Praise the Lord. Has it? Has, <laughs> has, has, uh, has things? Did you get my message? No. Should I be looking on? You can't be Facebooking me at the same time as we're on the phone. I messaged you just before. Ah. Yeah. Um, okay, um, let me, sorry, just clicking. Uh, okay, new rule. We can't ask each other how we've been. May I ask why you don't want to know how we've been? Isn't that just the... default, like, interest in each other as humans? Yeah, but we. I can still have that. We just don't need a recorder. Otherwise, every time, because we don't see each other all the time, we just start the podcast the same way all the time. Oh, that's fair. But it doesn't say on the podcast, keep out all questioning about how we are. Just says, never ask me again how I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, well, yeah. I just realized I didn't include the podcast. But you know what? I'm going to stick with it. I never, let's never, never ask, ask each, each other, other again. again. No, thanks. Well, fair enough. All yeah. righty. Have, have you heard anything interesting? I've heard the, the Grizzly Bear song, which I found very interesting. Oh, very interesting, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, very interesting. I think I might need to raise raise a finger in the air. Oh, there it is. Got a That's point to finger. be made. Uh, yeah. Not sure three time signatures. Where'd you pull that from? Uh, I, just I'm... just first listen. First listen. Just... Okay, yeah. So it's an uneducated De- view. Definitely starts off in 6-8. Other way around. And I definitely starts it? off in 3-4. Maybe. Oh. Maybe at we've a pinch, this, maybe at a pinch, I could be convinced that it changes to six eight. But it also could be argued that it stays on that three all the way through. Well, I definitely heard a six eight. But yeah, no, Might I'd, been, I'd be amenable to discussion four. about that. I think there's even a five four or a seven four in there. No, at some point, no. But there's I an eleven point, three, but that's it. There's an 11-3, it changes to a 7-4, back to the 6-8 for two bars, and then 1-2-4 before transitioning to the 3-4 like it was at the start. It's a pretty straightforward rhythm. Nick, can you just count out for me an 11-3 time signature, please? Sure. Yeah, you did that with confidence, but I really don't think you're right. Well, we'll leave that to the audience to count. Yeah, well, this is this is a fun debate for everyone too. <laughs> everyone, Join rewind the podcast and count the beats. <laughs> Email us in with <laughs> with your uh, time signature. Email us in 
just suggestions. With one number. Just send us an email, and all it contains in the subject line is a single number, which is the amount that you think I clapped. That's all I want to know. I don't care okay. about you. There is a new rule on the podcast: we're not allowed to ask each other, nor do we expect our listeners to tell us anything about themselves. So please take this on board with all future correspondence. Cool. Done. That's housekeeping. Welcome to Deep Ford, everybody. This is a podcast. We do the talking, so you don't have to do the thinking. Sitting across the internet, through the screen, slightly obscured by an audio cable today, but you know, we'll make it work. Marcus Abraki, say hi from your bon appetit sweater vest. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. Six of pixels, but we make it too. And uh, my name is Nick. How am I? Not allowed to know. <laughs> Do we want to um, address, uh, firstly, emails that we got in? Sure. Let me see if I can bring that up. I think uh, Katie's one, Katie sent us a, an article that she read about uh, women microdosing. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> um. It looked pretty interesting. I, I'd rather talk about the other thing that you sent this morning, and maybe we can shelve that for later. <laughs> so to speak. That, that what, joke will only what, pay what, off in like so three years. Uh, talking about power women microdosing LSD, and you said shelving, and I just it was it was like a potential drug related pun. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yep. 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 That that one doesn't play on the podcast, but there was a there was a it's a, it's a, a two fingered two fingered salute. Don't, don't spell it out. <laughs> Lisa mystery. Lisa mystery. Everyone well, now knows what the salute. gesture. No, everyone knows that now. That, that's what Do we they? call it. Yeah, that's. The I thing. Even, that's no, the shelving I, gesture. That's what we call it. That's what we call. It. Who's we? <laughs> All us shelving enthusiasts. Shelvers. Shelvers. Uh, we actually prefer to be called handymen. Uh, but it's it's just a subculture thing. I feel like you could make anything sexual, kind of. Hey, Michael. Yeah. I don't know. Like, do you want me to shelve? Does that mean go shelve something? Or does that mean fuck you? It, see, this is the mystery. This is why it's better not to, to live on the edge, so to speak. I, are you are you on drugs now? I, I, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm I'm dead sober. I've just come from the gymnasium. Yeah, I'm high on. You're high on life. I'm high on uh, steroids, testosterone, metabolic steroids. Um, well, good for you, buddy. I mean, bit of a bit of a humble brag, but we'll let it go. How's everything's a fucking humble brag to you? Just because I don't like seeing uh, people better yeah, themselves. I think it brings says them closer more to me. about your own inadequacies yeah. <laughs> and your own self-esteem issues yeah. that you say everything's a humble brag. But yeah. I'm not intending it, anything to be a humble brag. You're flexing really hard and it doesn't even look like you're trying. But, it, but you're, like, it's a little bit impressive and that annoys me. Oh, God. Put yeah. that back. Put that back. <laughs> don't say that <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> this is perfect put um, that away cool so shall I read out the uh, the old deep fort email mailbox do we have a new segment oh my gosh mailbox oh. we've never had mail before this is very exciting 
Should we do the a mailbox jingle? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've I've been pulling a lot of the jingle weight recently. Okay. Um, do you? I think it's time for you to step up and I've got it. contribute I've got a little it. bit I've to got the podcast. One. Sorry, Michael, just hold on. Um, just need to understand the gravity of this situation. This isn't something that you can just throw out willy nilly. This is going to hang around for potentially hundreds more episodes. I understand that. Have you thought about the repercussions of having a bad jingle on this show? <laughs> yes, I mean, we've been there before. Uh, point to one bad jingle. Um, horoscopes. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you shouting horoscopes like ten times. Okay, okay. I forgot about Mikey's horoscopes. But think of one other bad jingle. Well, you can't. Like you can't go with. Three, we've got like three jingles. One has like studio professionally. Re- <laughs> you, re- you went to. You got like fucking Drake to produce it or some shit. Yeah. And the other one was uh... George Clooney news. Oh, that's a that's got... a fucking classic. That one. Michael, sorry. I mean, we got a lot of catchy impression of the week is where it all began. What's Michael sorry? Michael sorry. And what do I, is that, what it's do just, I do It's when one? you apologise. I just that... make, a, oh, we haven't done that in ages. I've got heaps <laughs> of apologies to make. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, before we get into the mail bad, I just wanted to make sure you appreciated the the gravity with which this honour is yeah. being presented. Yeah, I've got it. Thank you. So don't fuck it up. Anyhow, right. mailbag, here we go. So it's called mailbag now. Well, it it's was up mailbox. to you. It's, hey, you've got, you've got creative control here. Subject to some notes from the studio. Okay, I've got it. Mm-hmm. Mailbag, mailbag, it's a weekly mailbag. Deep thoughts, mailbag. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that we set <clears throat> that up for as long as we did. Because I feel like to the listening audience, that's paid off. That's another classic deep thought home run. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just give the audience just a minute to settle down, you know, enjoy the moment, get out of that, you know, yep. sweet mailbag groove yep. and get ready to listen to some, frankly, quite serious discussion about homosexuality. All right. Dear Michael and Nick, shouldn't have included Michael in this one. I was wondering, Nick, what it was like finding out yourself that you were gay and how it felt accepting it. Also, what was it like trying to talk with people about it and how you found the strength to do so? Sorry I don't have questions for you, Michael. Maybe next time, mate. Winky face. Oh, coming on to you. (laughs) Nice to talk and love your podcasts. I don't know if I should read out your name. I don't know whether or not that's a thing that we do, whether you feel comfortable about it. Let me know. Just for me. I'm going to make up a name for you. And your name is Jerusalem. Thank you for your contact, Jerusalem. Uh, It was, first of all... Nick, I'll take this one. I think I'll take this one. Okay, Michael, go ahead. Um, It was, I mean, I'm I'm not personally that way inclined, but it was, it'd probably be pretty hard. All right, you go, Nick. Um, Alrighty, next question. <laughs> Who have we got here? PayPal. PayPal wants to know, you cannot view your March statement until you change your password. Please click this. I don't know if I trust that link. 
Thank you, uh, PayPal. Oh, no, I should have changed their name. Uh, <laughs> his name is May Gal. May Gal. You're so, on fire tonight. All right, go on, ask the question. Answer the question. Uh, how's it finding out that I was gay? That implies a certain degree of instantaneous realization, which I'm not sure that I had. I was it gradual? Yeah, it was grudge. It was a bit of a grudge. Like a, like a, it was uh, like, like a, a, it was like tripping, tripping down a, a snow, a snow, snow dune, snow dune, dune of snow, it's like a falling down a hill of snow, and just gathering up speed like a snowball, and then by the end of it, I was super gay. <laughs> Uh, it was, yes, it was more a case of ruling out things or realizing that I had a lack of interest in women of watching friends around me start to, uh, flirt with girls and talk about girls and get into relationships and sort of waiting for that to happen to me when it hadn't happened. Um, and then, you know, realizations watching tv or in the like changing rooms at school and catching myself like looking at guys in a way and trying to work out what that meant and what that felt and then you know watching pornography and crushing on guys and just all like i said a snowball and eventually the word gay started to feel like a label that applied to me um, after, uh, uh, particularly initially, my sense of what uh, what gay people behaved like and what how restrictive <clears throat> that label appeared from the outside. Um, uh, after seeing those kind of depictions in media and feeling that doesn't look like me, uh, came to understand that it was and that there was more depth and nuance to that tag as a as a category of people and of sexuality and yeah many years of uh, not wanting to talk to people about it uh, gradually people finding out or me very nervously telling them and then when I was 21 properly coming out to everyone and it was horrifyingly scary but then also just fantastically awesome to get through and to realize that my friends were still my friends and in fact knew me better and I could be myself and it was yeah happy stories boring um Michael can I ask you a personal question yeah when did you realize you were straight well see you said you touched on something there that was interesting because you said you started to like maybe find yourself looking at guys in the change room or something like that. But I think for like for a lot of boys, like you kind of there's like a curiosity there because you want to, um, you know, see if you're um, how you, you compare, know, yeah, yeah, how you compare. So there's like that, and I guess that I guess that is really confusing, like how how you kind of uh, how that overlaps with maybe being your sexuality um, as opposed to just uh, your own curiosity as a, as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think I, I think it did cross my mind when I was younger, but it, it probably, I probably thought about it more when I was 
when I'd left school, like whether whether or not I I was, you know, gay. Not in a not in like a. I never really thought that I was, but you know, there was self-examination you know, certain, and consideration yeah. as you enter, you know, the wider community and you meet people and you, you know, you learn things about the world and you see if any of it applies to you. Exactly, and I was I, was, I didn't really fall into like the you know testosterone kind of blokey guys, you know, as well. And yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if I if I saw someone who I thought was attractive, male or female, I wouldn't wouldn't have any problem with pointing it out. But, um, yeah, that's it. So you thought it was, it's a gradual thing for you? Yeah, and I, I, I don't think that's the only way that it happens. I know some people seem to just have always known, um, but I think that just shows that there's as much diversity in sexuality on both sides of the spectrum or all sides, all, all levels of the spectrum. And yeah. certain experiences are not universally applicable, but it's how it was for me. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember a day when I um, just suddenly woke up and realized. I did. I don't think I found out like in the in the unintendedly specific phrasing of Jerusalem. Um, it, it wasn't exactly that specific, um, but yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And if you uh, scan back in time, back in the old, uh, probably the twenty, the mid twenty fourteens, late twenty fourteens. There are certainly some early episodes there back when we were in the uh, same room in Adelaide in which I talk about that a bit more. And there's also some uh, maybe about a year ago now when we talk about it again. So if it's of interest to you, you know, deep dive. Get yeah, into it. Do, you, do your fucking research do before you ask. Do your fucking research. But stupid thank you so questions much. that we've already covered. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you for getting in touch. And you can also get in touch with your questions. Deepforward.com. Alrighty, Caitlin, we will save your uh, question for another time. But we love. I you. love how I love how you you gave a fake name for Jerusalem and then just <laughs> blurted out her first and last name. Hey, she said that I could talk about shelving with her attributed as much as we need to. <laughs> yeah. So that's on her. Um, <laughs> would you like to describe the comic that I sent you earlier today? Yes. So the comic, it was like a comic thing uh, that you sent me about people's ability to change their mind and having a kind of, I really liked what he, what they, what they say in this about having this house that you have built. And that's, that rep, like makes up your, your beliefs and the things that you believe to be true. And if something doesn't fit in that house, you build a moat around that and reject it and that that is no real way of thinking what you what you need to do is um let that what they what they call it what was the part of the brain the amygdala the amygdala part of the brain that immediately rejects and is the same has the same response as um, a physical threat um turns on when there is an intellectual threat um Allowing that part of the brain to kind of do its thing, but then acknowledging also that it is just that reptilian side um, of humanity. I think when you when you when you acknowledge that, then you can then you can you have a chance of changing and adapting. The uh, comic for those that are interested is 
one by uh, the oatmeal, uh, but the name of it is Believe, and it's basically a explanation of the science behind why we struggle to um, accept new thoughts. Now, the uh, your immediate reaction to that was, I'm going to print that out and send it to my parents. My immediate reaction to that reaction was, that would be great, but I don't think my parents would appreciate the suggestion. Your parents? I don't think my parents would appreciate the suggestion that they are not open to new ideas. Uh, well, my, my actually, my, my, my first reaction to that was um, hand in hand with, I'm going to print this out. Because I, mean, I feel like, but what, it's di- it's, maybe it's a bit different because my dad and I, debate uh, you know god and religion all the time yeah and i do feel that i do feel a lot of the time that nothing new can get in and then my my reaction to my reaction was met or i'm probably doing the same thing yeah that i'm i'm not open to new ideas i do i, I do kind of if if I am honest with myself, I do think that I am. Like, I do have the ability think... to change. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And I, I am um, welcoming to, well, at least a little bit. I mean, obviously, everyone's got their, their kind of beliefs that they that are going to be very hard to, to change or to budge. But I think on the whole, I'm a lot so, more yeah. the, um One of the things that uh, they... It's a very good read. It'll only take you three minutes. I might even link to it in the podcast notes so you can Took open me it six, in your. But... Well, um, you you probably read it twice, right? I was distracted by the pictures. Ah, oh, by the pictures. Um, uh, I, I'll pop it in the podcast notes so you can. You could actually be clicking it and reading it as you speak, as I speak, as this speaks, as we speak. Um, uh, and but one of the approaches that they take is present a fact which might be new to you but uncontroversially changes your mind and then a second fact which is also new but in a much more controversial space and contrast your reactions to those two and the suggestion that uh, the suggestion that reluctance to change had a biological underpinning I found really interesting uh, like I hadn't really considered the fact that there might be a Darwinian reason why people people cling to their existing like belief. Yeah, so they didn't. So they didn't really explain that. They just said it was. Um, they did. They just kind of said it was reptilian. Why do you think that would be? Is it to maybe build a strong, like a stronger sense of community? Um, if everyone believes the same thing, because that, that's think... a more advanced. Uh, stage of evolution beliefs yeah. right <clears throat> to what what could primi- like more primitive humans have believed like how could that what what's a good so, sorry maybe i've miss miss maybe i've confused two different points that they made here the the, the part that was biological was uh was an, an accident which is the fact that reacting to threatening information results in the same uh, attack mode defenses up kind of thing as being as reacting to a physical threat like a predator yeah. so that's the biological kind of thing which is stuck around but uh, it doesn't 
it, I don't think it, uh, it has a positive benefit in terms of addressing um, like logical arguments or that kind of thing. I think that's a side effect of the of the fight or flight response from oh, the biological right. side of things. But I don't know okay. if there's a Darwinian benefit to um, your your body reacting so threateningly to outside ideas. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's just how I interpreted it then. Yeah, I think I got myself a bit muddled on that as well. But it, it does make a lot of sense. Um, it's just trying to counter that. And, I, and I, I suppose this has all come about, particularly in this past year um, or past six months, where the world has suddenly seemed to take, an, take a turn away from rational expectations and where people are, were swayed into believing things that weren't objectively um, you know, based on fact, there seem to have been a, a progress progression towards more like emotional decision making, and for some people, particularly I suppose those on the losing liberal side at the moment, they're asking themselves, how do we convince people to listen to to fact and to reason if it contradicts core beliefs? And annoyingly, this comic doesn't have an answer. Um, yeah. it suggests that you can't really... Um... Well, I think the answer that they offered was to be aware of it and to just um, acknowledge that that is, that is what's happening. And, and, you know, I think it's just self-awareness. Yeah. Do you, do you trust yourself to be able to interrupt your own brain processes like that? I think you could certainly train yourself to do it. I mean, you've been doing... In mindfulness for a while. That's true. Yeah, one of those things is often. Uh, do you, do you noting. feel like? Yeah. Do you feel like that has? Do you but feel see, like it's you can flex that muscle because in the in the mindfulness example, there are sometimes when they say across the day today, you know, try and find three times to do this thing, or at the end of the day, note note, you know, remind yourself something X, and I invariably never get around to it. Like I just, I never actually outside of that specific meditation moment find the opportunity or, or you know, very rarely um, spot that. Like I'm able to bring that self-awareness into the routine of the office or of work or something like that. Right. Um, I think maybe I'm getting better at it. Maybe I'm cer- certainly in some instances I've been able to to say, oh, that's anxiety and that's that's positive that suggests that it might be getting there but it's hard man i i i don't find it it's not easy to train yourself to think in a different way yeah i mean it's yeah it's one of the hardest things to do do you do that um do you do that thing they they say um at the end of before you go to bed they say three things that you're grateful for uh, I, I've only just heard that in the past, like two days in the pack that I'm doing now. Um, oh. I didn't do it yesterday. I might, now that you've reminded me, um, do it tonight. Do it now. What are the things that I'm grateful for today? I'm grateful for, uh, the Adventure Zone podcast, which was really entertaining over lunch. I'm grateful for a good relationship with my dad, where I was able to have a chat, um, this afternoon. I'm grateful for this podcast and getting to catch up with you. Three things. Oh, cute. 
Nice. That was just a way of asking me how I was. Son of a bitch. Ah, ha, ha. Your cunning plan worked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if even this is going to help people. I think, honestly, the... Honestly, the way that people are going to come a- away from the, um, you know, in a very specific sense, Trumpism and, and that kind of uh, political movement, I think the only way it's really going to get through to people is through physical, like, uh, personal effects from the policies and plans. People losing health insurance, someone they know dying, someone you know, getting actively, like, losing money per week due to a new tax or, like, it takes actual personal effects for people to change their minds on things. But um, it also, well, are you saying that this kind of thing doesn't really do anything? Well, I just don't, I mean, if you're spreading awareness about this kind of biological process, yes, it might work for us, you know, internet literate, university educated you know yeah liberal comic readers i don't sure, know if but... you sent this to trump voter midwest no but okay but it's a i think i think what it's getting at is what what it's benefit uh is is that it's helping uh people empathize with each other and um when you when you can properly empathize with someone you see less difference between um the two of you and i sent i sent a thing <clears throat> i don't know if you saw it but on um the dave uh, rubin report with mark duplass mm-hmm. and basically um I, I think i tagged you in it it was a, it was a really great chat about and mark duplass is um is a who consider himself a liberal um but he's and he you know he's very anti-trump but he's he he has started to just like forget the left and not even not even talking to them. He's just asking the right how, like what, uh, what he can do and and just express them like tell him directly what their what their feelings are and trying to uh, just trying to understand them completely and just listening to them rather than locking down and you voted for Trump you're an idiot that kind of mentality and he says that he's 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 um, He's had an amazing response to that, with um, people on the right just being very grateful uh, that someone being listened to. Yeah, someone's listening to them and not calling them an idiot. Um, it's it, I'll, I'll put it up on the on the page. So it's the Ruben report, like the project that he's done, or is that like a, a no no an the, existing show? Yeah, that's an existing show. Um, I think his name's Dave Rubin, but he's a. Um, He's a liberal, but he's anti. Uh, it's hard to explain. He's he's anti. He's very anti the left. He's kind of like Bill, kind of like Bill Maher, but a lot more eloquent. Okay. Uh, but it's not a panel show. It's a, it's an interviewing show. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That that that'd be interesting. The key thing is empathy. Yeah, but how do you think people? How do I, I mean? How can you prompt empathy in people where they didn't have it? Do you know what I mean? Um, well, you, I think you can do it by by focusing on your similarities. 
<clears throat> but I, I, I just, I, I guess I'm saying like how, I mean, this is, this is getting real down into the, the weeds here, but I, and I'm going to keep using the Trump example just because we have not because it's the only example, but let's say, uh, someone's voted for Trump, um, and you're, you want to either, uh, let's say you're trying to explain to, uh, a Republican how the healthcare act would be, um, really devastating to lots of people. At a certain level, some of them would be already aware of that, right? Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm just asking, how do you, how, what kind of conversation can you have other than, I suppose, just repeating with concrete examples, the kind of pain and, and difficulty of like a personal story to, yeah. to, to get, to, to prompt empathy do you know what i mean yeah like at a certain point those people have heard those arguments already you know you can tell them people are people are starving in the streets people need health care people need the right to um you know uh, maternal care they've yeah. heard they've heard all that before yeah uh, yeah you're right i don't know maybe it just takes one-on-one just takes actually one person in an actual bad situation sitting down with another and talking about themselves. Yeah. And then how do you, how do, you do that? Slowly, I guess. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just give up, maybe. Why don't everyone just not try to get along? Or, you know, just let's just, let's just chill a bit. Like, let's chill. Just be... Just let's embrace our opposing views. <laughs> People call that war. Oh. Well, if that's if that's what happens. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> launch the missiles. <laughs> Agree to disagree. So they're closing in on the base. Yeah, well, can, I mean, not in my belief do. system. <laughs> I think our base is closing in on them. Yeah. Uh, well, that uh, was a not very funny, but very enlightening uh, interlude there. And I feel like we need to pick this up with a really exciting, long-awaited return of like a classic segment. Um, okay. I know that you've had a lot of time in between drinks for this, so you should be super prepared. And I know that every night before bed, rather than list three things you're grateful for, you list three celebrities who you can now flawlessly impersonate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just very excited to see the long-awaited return of Impression of the Week. Oh, All my right. gosh. I'm, Everyone, I'm just, it's Impression of the Week. It's been a long time. I'm Michael's just t- Definitely not hastily Googling. Randomly ce- random celebrity generator. Okay. Uh, so let's just... Oh, that's... Apparently it's a thing. Um, and uh, random celebrities, great. So I'm just going to pick one at random. Okay, yeah. So explain to me what what this uh, website does. Random celebrity generator. Should well, I need to visit it? I think you should because it's pretty good. Okay. I mean, the first list 
They've just they've just given six random celebrities. I love it. Did you Larry have to push David? a button? Or is it no. like you open up the page and it just lists six celebrities? It's just got six celebrities um, there. Oh, you can just refresh it. This is great. So it's got Larry David, Mark Harmon, Jessica Alba, Owen Wilson, Chase Crawford. Oh, that's enough. your top five. I mean, you'll be, uh, able to rat- you'll be able to rattle through all of those. Um, I'm just going to... Don't refresh it. Don't lose that mix because that is a glorious <laughs> mix of Michael-friendly impressions. <laughs> I've already done like. Well, hey, don't spoil, don't spoil the magic. Don't 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 peek behind the curtain. Our listeners just want to sink into this auditory experience with the full knowledge they're in the hands of an impressions master. They well, don't I've need already to ref- see the magic. I've refreshed it like why, eight times. Why did you refresh it? Uh, Jim Parsons came up twice. You, you had an Owen Wilson in the palm of your hand. I've already and, done Owen Wilson on the podcast, as we have already established this episode. People don't care. <laughs> they, they, oh, yeah. They have lost the interest in going back in time. Yeah, our devout fans. Oh, he's always fucking done that. Oh, bloody Wilson bullshit. again. Oh. This podcast um, is really going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it is? That's a really deep question. Um, <laughs> let's, let's not do it. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, impression Jim, of Jim the Parsons, week. Literally, I've refreshed it like eight times. Why are you refreshing it still? Because Jim Parsons has come out three times and he's just looking at me. <laughs> oh, wait, you didn't say there was pictures of him. Yeah, there's pictures. Oh, don't say it so obviously. I just got the picture. It was like a, like an actual, oh, that's a classy website. Yeah, it's a good website. I think you, oh, no, don't do the, don't do Jet Li. <laughs> don't. Just, <laughs> as base, a, just as a, just as a warning. Just, why did just, you say that? Just why did you say that? Just don't if you do didn't gently, want me to do it, just why did you, you say that? We all know why where that's going to go. That's a <laughs> we, bad choice, I and know. I would like you to pull out of that. <laughs> why did you say it if you didn't want me to do Okay, it? impression number one. Here we go. All right, so I'm going to stick with this page right here. Okay, is it the one? <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, so we've got Mila Kunis. We got Alexa Chung. I don't know who that is. We've got Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. We've got Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming some motorcyclist woman <laughs> called Danica Patrick. So Okay. Cool. I, I'll just Yeah. I mean we'll, so I just bang the great out news six. about that is that we'll all instantly she's recognize a, her. She's a blank canvas. <laughs> all I right. can just project whatever I think she'd Here we go. Alright, so Mila Kunis. I'm ready for this. All right, this has got to be real snappy and quick. Mm-hmm. Um, real snappy and quick. Okay. Hey, so wait. Hey, so what do you what do you want? Where do you want to go today? The mall. All right. Alexa Chung. Hi guys, thanks for coming to my YouTube channel and wearing fashion. Okay, Ben Stiller. What? What are you gonna do? Oh, you stupid! Ugh. That was actually pretty good. That one. Uh, Chris Rock. So, I went to my, my, my little cousin's bar mitzvah the other day. That was pretty bad. And bar mitzvah, he's black. Alright, Harrison Ford. Not, not on my watch. Don't, don't go here. Not on my watch. And lastly, Danica Patrick, who just looks like she's dressed up in a motorcycle thing with some 
glasses. Uh, you don't need to explain it. We all know Dan Danica <laughs> Patrick. We can all, right. all picture everyone just bring to mind instantly a picture of Danica Dan, Danica Patrick. Okay. Yeah, it was a good race. Went really fast around the track. <laughs> well, I have to say so. Brava! Have I done it again? Brava! You've done it again. Have I made history again? You've made history. That is the first Whoa. ever sex tuplet of Impression of the Week. What a true I achievement. I like this one. Yeah. Yeah. That is... Um, Thank you. Do you that reckon it, that was actually good, though? Like, do you reckon... Yeah. You that, that was... If you if there was one egg for each of those impressions, you could fill half an egg carton. Cool. What? What's a half an egg? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of Easter eggs for some reason. Oh, I mean, chocolate. that's basket of chocolate eggs i think i think that's that's just a real fun light enjoyable crowd pleasing mainstream ending for this oh, podcast yeah. you know cool. it's a it's the big bang theory of endings oh, uh, we'll do starring, that one again starring our best friend jim parsons <laughs> this, this episode brought to you by just jim, jim parsons, parsons. The, <laughs> the man the entity If you you go to (laughs) Parsons.com and enter the code DEEP4, you'll get 25% off of your Bazinga (laughs) t-shirts. Thanks to DEEP4. Thank you, Jim Parsons, for the sponsors. (laughs) If you like I feel like... I feel... Sorry. I just feel like... I know those t-shirts and I know you don't like the Big Bang Theory, but I feel like those t-shirts would suit you very well. (laughs) You say that I've got a slight Asperger's quality to me. Um, I don't. I don't want to get into. Wow, it's really labeling. ended on a personal note. Uh, <laughs> if you like this kind of shite, well then I have good news for you. There's 76 previous episodes in which you can delve into it, and well, boy, cool. are they all there. So. Mother's Day is coming up. Mother's Day coming perfect up. Perfect Mother's Day gift. Just a couple of episodes of Deep Fork. Grab your cassette, hit the record button, put it up to the speakers and dump down a couple of those golden goldies. And then uh, your mum will be happy. She'll be upset and happy. <laughs> if you'd like to send us an email, send it to deepfort at gmail.com, facebook.com slash deepfort. Send us a message. That's how Caitlin name did it actually has she changed her name yeah i'm wondering about that, wondering about she... that. see maybe i haven't given it away oh maybe that was the fake name because she's actually changed, she's her, changed name. her name now yeah. um, sneaky sneaky uh thank you twitter.com forward slash deep fort did you just thank did you did you just thank twitter <laughs> i'd like to take a moment as we do at the end of all episode to Thank the international, multi-corporate, international corporations. Giants. Who have been supporting us by allowing us to submit our personal data for their ad revenue and in doing so, get an audience for this podcast. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Twitter. Thank you, Twitter. This episode brought to you by Big Pharma. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you have all the drugs you need? If not, go to bigpharma.com, enter the code DEEP4, get 20% off your anxiety medications. Our thanks again to Twitter and Big Pharma.
good times. What are you doing? What are you doing tonight? You're ordering uh, in, making a curry. No, I'm gonna have uh, some splug. That's yeah, yeah. a spaghetti bolognese for those uh, not oh. in the know. Um, oh fuck! I wanted to get one of those out of the freezer, but I forgot. <laughs> Just defrost it. No. What do you mean get? What do you mean get one of those out of the freezer? I put them in individual Ziploc bags for one. <laughs> you didn't freeze your pasta, did you? No, no, no. Just the sauce. Oh, do you want to know? Do you want Just to know a quick, in a bag. Do you want to know a quick defrosting trick? Then stick it in a bowl of hot water. Don't put it in hot water. Put it in cold water and leave the the water running, like in a bowl of hot water, a uh, whole bowl of cold water. Leave hollow, the tap hollow bowl full of cold water. No, this is serious, Nick. This is a good thing that you should you know listen to. Put it in a bowl of cold water. Leave the tap running just a little bit so the water keeps changing over. It will defrost very quickly, and um, evenly as well. So that's what you want. Very good tip. Does that not waste a lot of water? Yeah, fuck water. Like, do you need water? Did someone just laugh at that? No, I think someone just came home. Uh, Maybe. I don't know if we have room to have two vendettas on this show. I feel like we're going to have to let water go. Because, as you know, all my fury is currently devoted to ants. And I don't have time to, to fit True. another like elemental resource into my... Into my hatred arsenal. All right. Well, just be passive aggressive towards water, and I'm, I'm going to be slightly bitchy to water next time I see it. <laughs> I would love it. I, I love the idea that you might be doing that just by yourself, and your roommate comes home and just sees you just go, you're being a bit of a bitch towards water. <laughs> oh well, you know we can but hope. Yeah. What about right. you? Uh, I'm going to go meet someone and then, uh, you know. Hey, hey, Michael. Yeah. Hey, Michael. What's that? Michael. What's up, Nick? Do you know what? Do you, know, you want to know something? Yes. Hey, yes. Michael. What? You just asked me about myself. Oh! <laughs> what? Such we did it, guys. Hashtag, we did it. Hashtag feminism. Loser.